0: Welcome to Authority Issues, a podcast about leadership, management, and fervently embracing the number of stuffed animals that I, an adult, have in my living room. I'm Rachel Perkins, aka Pie or Pie Bob. I'm into words, operations, cheese, and whiskey, and of course, leadership.
1: And I'm Kendall Miller. Shit is never going to get done, so you might as well do the shit that you're excited about, right? And before you move on, I, I want to know those stuffed animals how many of those are what's what's the old cheap like the old small ones that were like collectibles
0: oh uh beanie babies
1: beanie babies how many are beanie babies
0: uh zero as far as i know there are more there're actually a higher number of uh, something called squishables which you may have heard of or not they're awesome i recommend Never you look ever. them up well, they've makes been squishables squishable, around for a while a
1: squishable. Well. are they
0: bigger uh uh, they come in a variety of sizes, but do you this have a podcast? Life is not size... sponsored by
1: <laughs> Do you have a life-size bear on your couch that you can sit next to?
0: No, I do not have a, a spite bear. I do not. No.
1: You well, no. spite unless or not, I would. I would husband. want you to, unless you count my husband. Okay, okay. What, what are we talking about today? I'm sorry, I stopped well, you before you finish. He doesn't
0: listen to this podcast, so. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well. Uh, today on the show, we're talking about lessons learned, values earned, uh, that rhymed. Um, as Kendall put it when he suggested this topic last night, um, just last night, yes. Uh, what, what are the three things that have shaped your career or your values in your work? How did you learn them? Why do you hold them? How do they affect how you think about work? So, you know, nothing like a little, ha- Uh, homework. Uh, yeah, this is going this is on a podcast.
1: The first times <laughs> that there was like pre-work that we both had to do to like really think about what we were talking. I mean, that's not that's hand-wavy. I think about the topics <laughs> that we're going to do beforehand. I just don't normally have to make notes about them.
0: Right, yeah, right. Even
1: that's a little hand-wavy. Sometimes I make notes about things. It, it did feel homeworky. I mean, why was them. this different? Yeah, why was I this know, different? I don't know because
0: it was like make a list of 3 things and you know, as a writer, I as a technical writer in particular i care a lot about structure so i needed them to be like the same kind of thing or you know when you're making a bulleted list and they all have to be kind of parallel i i i find it necessary to think about stuff that way when i'm trying to communicate and it made it more difficult but it was interesting and i you know when you said it i was like ooh that's going to be a weighty assignment but i was i was down for it
1: yeah well one of one of my items is a single word and one of my items <laughs> is a long paragraph. So like mm-hmm. not having the hang ups that you had just really freed me to just go I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. kidding. i am totally That's another with you.
0: like uh, <laughs> you know, that's the difference between the two of us. Right there in a nutshell. There's so many that's ways exactly to express right. how we are so different.
1: Well, so before we dive uh, into that, we gotta give some yeah, life yeah. updates.
0: So you go first. Oh, coughing first.
1: Yeah, there sorry. Go. Um so uh, I, I will start, and um, I'm trying to think of what's like actually worthy of sharing. It's November. It's gotten cold. I went to KubeCon. I'm going to reinvent. This is being recorded between the two. Um, what's going on? I've been outside in the snow a little bit. Uh, I went for a run in the mountains. My son ran eight and a half miles oh, with me last that. weekend. It was amazing uh, having Yay. kids that are old enough to to do that with me. He doesn't slow me down a bit. He's, he's 14 and he's every bit as fast as me and that's fun. Um, and someday. And, Zoom. Yeah. Well, and I'm stressed because I'm between KubeCon and reInvent and uh, the problem with that is that last week I didn't work a normal week, right? So I feel behind on all of my normal things. Uh, because it just piles up the oh, whole yeah. week because I'm out at this conference. Well, then I come back, and then my kids had off on Monday, so I took Monday off while I was trying to uh, take care of the kids because my wife had to work, and I took a few meetings because next week's Thanksgiving, so I'm not around next week, and then the following week is reinvent. So really, in this like four week stretch, I have one week to do normal work, and then I had to take the Monday off to take care of the kids totally fine just like i'm i've been stressed out all week because there's so many things that i feel behind on and um Mm -hmm. there's uh yeah so anyways that that's that's what i've been wrestling with it's been complicated it's been messy it's been a long month and um
0: people with suggestions as to how kendall can manage his to-do list let
1: us know. Right, just do, le- do less. Well, that's that's why my comment at the at the top of this. I <laughs> oh. will say so. I part of my stress is there's there's two things that I personally work on. One is a, a network of CTOs, CTO lunches, and we have this plus tier that's a paid tier that I'm really invested in growing, and it's uh, it is growing. It's not growing quite at the pace that I want, but it's. It's like 43 45-ish people today and so it's it's growing and it's it's getting to critical mass uh, and and that's that's my goal right like it it, it will uh, mm-hmm. go on its own easier once I get it a little bit bigger and it, it's it's great. I, I like being there but it, it requires a lot of effort so it causes me stress. Uh, and then this liquor business that's been so fucking hard <laughs> to, to build and ship liquor and we finally like got across the finish line and we contacted one of the stores and we were like, hey, can we go ahead and do this? And they're like, yeah, how about January? Is January good? And You're we're
0: like, like oh, Christmas,
1: oh, yeah, so it's been really hard. I think... It looks like we're going to have liquor in bottles by the middle of December selling in Colorado. So I'm not going to be able to distribute nationally until I get the rest of those no, things bummer. across the line. But uh, but I can sell in Colorado, in theory, before Christmas. So I'm hoping right. to get to a few places and promote that. Um, I'm excited about that. You are it's all over It's just way the harder now, than I man. want it to be. Yeah. Anyways, and then... Um, there's lots of other things going on, but that's the hand wavy. That's what's that's 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 the what business and work life looks like right now. It's it's pretty outside <laughs> when I get back from Vegas and I get to take a chill pill. That'll be very nice. But first, for Thanksgiving, I'm going up to the mountains with my brother and I will sit by a uh, hot spring and um, enjoy my uh, my family, my nieces and nephews, and hang out with Yay. my brother, who I do tremendously enjoy. So that was a long update. What's going on with you?
0: <laughs> I don't think my updates are typically any shorter than that because I. Ramble as as you well know. Um,
1: you don't start a so, podcast if you're succinct and right. You
0: you you know yeah. Kind yeah, of tell a tale really or two. The
1: genre for that yeah.
0: Right right. But I still got to take notes because that's who I am. Um, yep. well let's see. Uh, last week during the week we had uh, I had a couple of guests come to town. The, the, a couple of folks you know, and we had a wonderful time. And um, we. We, we went to a place called the Olympic Game Farm uh, during that week, the three of us. Uh, conveniently, um, w- w- the person who rented the car was, uh, was randomly given this giant Jeep, kind of... I think it was actually a Jeep brand vehicle. Very tall, kind of, you know, four-wheel drive situation. Uh, and it was good, fortuitous, because uh, driving into this game farm, this place apparently... Uh, up to the 70s was the place that Disney uh, hired out to take care of and train a lot of the animals that were in Disney productions. Um, and okay. uh, this place is in Squim, uh, like Washington. Baloo?
1: Wait, what animal? Like Nemo? Name, name <laughs> an animal that was in a Disney production. I don't
0: know nah. specifically. I imagine that the animals that they have there, none of them were in any Disney things. But maybe? I, I don't know. Okay. Um this was kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been on one of those sort of safari drives where you drive through and the creatures are like in enclosures around you. So there was a set of stuff where there were bears and uh, lion, tiger, wolves. There were a lot of wolves uh, and they were in enclosures. You had to drive through. There was no walking around. Uh, and then there, there were a series of large open fields that were full of ungulates so were full of like different types of deer uh, bison, like those things, I, I have, have no giant heads. As it's an a, like? it's a like a category, uh, animal category for like basically things like deer and cows and whatever. Oh, it you raise your hand.
1: Is it a phylum? Is I don't a,
0: know. Actually,
1: I've, a, I've never heard this word, but I'm tr- I'm pulling out the acronyms oh. from my youth. And anyways, keep going. Yeah, it is youth in the
0: there word. somewhere. I'm a, I definitely am not an expert, and maybe I'm actually <laughs> using the wrong word. <laughs> huh? That would be great. I hope so. Um, uh, keep going. Oh, you. <laughs> You hope so. Um, I like it
1: when you use the wrong words.
0: Yeah, I need to be, you know, taken down a peg or two. Uh it'd be mm-hmm. it'd be good. Good for me. Um Yeah, so we we went into these fields and they sell you these a bag of wheat bread at the entrance. Like they won't let you bring any other kinds. They just um they give you these bags of, of sliced bread like normal sliced bread. Like and like these, these animals, animals eat in the wild. Yeah. Well, it's just like a treat for them apparently because when we went through these fields they had big piles of like straw and hay and uh grain and things out for them to eat and they were mostly like assembled around them but damn they knew like we were one of the only cars there and they knew what we had and so they come running they come running for the fucking car and they like have giant horns or they're you know bison or uh you know large creatures And they come up, like, there were some llamas. They came up to the car and they're like, we know what you have in there. (laughs) And it was freaking terrifying. Like, part of it was I was worried about the car getting damaged because it was a rental car and, like, you know, I don't want my friend to have to be concerned about that. But, oh, my God. It would roll down the windows and they would stick their entire head inside the car.
1: I have have never done this. However, I have uh, seen enough TikTok and YouTube fails to know that this is the thing I don't want to do.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like, this is a, this is a family, uh, tour. Like people, they encourage you to bring your kids. I'm like, kids I know would be terrified. I was terrified. Uh, anyway, it was hilarious. We're cackling. We're handing out slices of bread. We start driving. There's like, you got to keep moving. They don't want you to stop in the bison enclosure, you know, that kind of stuff. It was, it was stressful. (laughs) uh but also highly entertaining for all of us because we didn't really expect to be that like oh my god this is terrifying there are videos out there let me just put it that way so uh perhaps it'll end up on tiktok yeah there were there was video taken uh so that's one thing that happened last week and then uh you said you're gonna get together with your family for uh thanksgiving um we are doing literally nothing like nobody's coming over it's just going to be me and my husband. But he requested the full turkey dinner. And uh, so that is the thing we're doing. Like yeah. total turkey. the wrong
1: thing to do. It, it may well, be traditional, yeah. but fajitas have way more flavor. Oh, so do I fajitas right. on Thanksgiving, everyone. I, I'm I have saying. a friend who
0: eats tacos at Thanksgiving. He's a good friend of ours. Right. And um, I, I have to say that's a, I respect that because tacos are awesome. But yeah. So I'm going to roast a turkey. I'm going to cook. He specifically wanted green beans. He wants the mashed potatoes out of the box specifically does not want real mashed potatoes i mean they're real they're made out of actual potatoes but you know what i'm talking about
1: <laughs> i do and um are you uh, are you I, excited about doing all of this or is this torture yeah, for be,
0: i like you know a i like it when he says i want to eat this particular thing because that gives me a like a target a goal to, a, to yeah. a, ch- achieve um uh, because you know like i like to do stuff that makes him happy and if he tells me so then that's great um but, uh yeah, we're it's gonna be fine. It's I, I may not yeah, there'll be a lot of leftovers. there definitely will what
1: what have you sewn recently before we move off this topic?
0: I was kind of like uh not I had to put the sewing room away uh, for a while because I had guests at various times. so I haven't really sewn a whole lot. I am making a uh, a like vest out of a a Glen plaid vest for a friend. It's got like the double welt pockets. There's something for you to look up.
1: <laughs> I don't know any of these words, a Glen plaid or, or double. Uh, yeah, welt? yeah. So no, that means anything to me.
0: Cause so can add that to your Google list. Um, well, a... pockets are really hard as it turns out right in
1: between all the inappropriate things that I'm Googling. Right. Cause my kids are telling me about them and it's like,
0: they're yeah, like, <laughs> well, what are my there's kids these, talking there's about? These
1: sewing terms <laughs> in the middle. Anyways, keep going.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And I've, I've, I've kind of started working on these pockets. I made them once before and they were kind of a disaster. I mean, they look fine, but I needed to i needed to like stabilize them more. So that's what I am working on so far. I have a whole queue of things ready to sew. I just uh, want to finish the, this waistcoat, a vest, like standard, like you kind of vest that you would wear under a suit. It's got a lining. The lining is shiny, which I'm excited about.
1: Shiny uh, shiny liner was my nickname in high school. why <laughs> I have I have no idea but yes I feel like and was a great, <laughs> <is a> great... <laughs> okay, okay, well, so we 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 should pivot into the topic because we, we uh, yeah, have, we're we're, we're obviously sake, putting or, it off or, uh, <laughs> so so do we, should we go through three at a time? I think we I think you do one and I do one, and then we go from there. so so okay. I think yours might be you're worried not real uplifting. I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, word is. Like, I don't know. Um, They're a
0: little gloomy. So, I
1: think. <clears throat> well, it's okay that, that if, if the defining lessons in your life are all don't. Just don't, you know, <laughs> X, Y, Z. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, mine start with a don't, at least one does. Um, okay. So Ooh. we'll start with your first one. Dive, go ahead and dive in and we'll, we'll talk about it and then we'll move on and we'll try to pace ourselves through the next. Uh, all right. All right.
0: So like, as it turns out, Most of my work values or lessons are kind of things that apply to real life, most of them, but, um, and also they're not so much lessons as they are like recommendations based on stuff I learned and that apply to me. So obviously take that with any number of grains of salt. You're not me. Thank God for that. Um, and I have made this recommendation, uh, multiple times on this podcast before, I think, Uh, It is the kind of the baseline of my entire approach to life. And that is be aware of your motivations for things like know as much as possible why you're doing something or why you want something or, you know, what why you want the outcome of something to be what it is, because um, that will allow you to make better decisions about how you're going to behave and how you're going to achieve the thing that you want. I mean, sometimes the the reason you want a thing it's a bad reason, but you still need to know. So you can make the choice not to do the bad thing that will lead to problems. So
1: what I mean, what does that look like for you? Do you, <clears throat> you write it down? Is it uh, be self-aware? Is it pause and see what you're feeling, why you're thinking about it? Like like get what's the practical how you implement being aware of your motivation? Because I think uh, especially in adulthood, <clears throat> especially busy adulthood, mm-hmm. middle age, you're taking care of kids, you're taking care of adults, you're stuffed taking stuffed animals. Care of, <laughs> Taxes. You're taking care of stuffed fucking animals, and like life is hard and complicated. That is not what those animals are for,
0: But okay, um,
1: <laughs> you you win that round. Uh, but like, it's really easy to not pause and think about what Oh, it what totally is. are yeah. To just keep going. So how yeah. do you do that?
0: Right. You know, it is a matter of you know if you're if it's like the the little things. Sure, whatever. But I mean, after a while, it's going to become second nature to think, oh, why do I want X or is you know Y or Z? Just let yourself and I do this sometimes I mean I don't know if this is healthy or not but I lie in bed and I think why is this bugging me like you just try and take it step back and step back further and step back further like get more into like think tease it apart why are you reacting a certain way why do you want a certain thing and you you know don't let yourself hide from your your motivations it's easy to do it's, that, and but I think it leads yeah. you to making bad decisions. Either you don't get what you want, or the thing you wanted and you you know were hell bent to get was actually a bad idea. So
1: the. Um... Why, why does this come up? Did you at some point make a decision, make something in your career, do something in your career that then you were like, oh fuck, why did I do that? And then you looked back and you're like, oh, it was because of this reason? Or like, like why is this one of the three things that you picked out? There's gotta be some kind that's of story a, behind this.
0: That's a great question. Normally people, when people are saying, oh, that's a good question, they're giving themselves a moment to think. But it is not because something happened at work or whatever and I, I made a bad decision. Uh, I was, um, embarking on a really, I guess it's one time I remember having this realization. There's been a multiple times when I've thought, oh, I need to actually just really understand how I feel about this. And then it'll be easier to understand the situation or whatever. And it was all led down to like, oh, it's about your motivations. So, um, early on in, uh, my relationship with Mr. Pie, with Darren, my husband, um, I had this constant need to create drama and this has always happened in my, in the romantic relationships that I've had. Like I need to, you're kind of taught by pop culture to, uh, to try and be dramatic to try and have exciting things happen in your relationship. And there's all, you know, everything in, in media is like, you know, movies and books and whatever, as there's this tension in your relationship because you're not communicating well or whatever. Um, I realized that I, didn't actually need to do that. Like my reason for it was I wanted, I wanted things to be more exciting because I thought that's what it was supposed to be like. And once I had that realization, I was like, oh, but what I actually want is peace and quiet. What I want is trust and calm. I don't need to model what I've seen elsewhere. I need this for myself. And it was kind of, a. I mean, I definitely, when I was in my I was 30. Like, it, it wasn't an early realization for me. And I, I somehow, somehow think that that's not actually a realization that a lot of people get in their lives. They just mm-hmm. are influenced by the way they've show, been shown how to do things, like gender roles and all those other things. You must you know, grow up, get married, have kids, buy a house, do all yeah. those things. But at that time, somehow, it just, like, struck me like a bolt of lightning. And I it changed a lot of things about how I view the world, about how I interact with people. Mm. It's like, what do I actually want? Mm -hmm. And once I unraveled it further, I realized, well, sometimes the thing that I want is, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of shameful, but I need to know what it is so that I can redirect myself, not go seek the thing that is shameful, but know why it's there. Don't blame yourself for that shit. Just don't do it. You know, (laughs) uh, that made a huge difference to the way I operate in general, and I, for vastly the better. I think I would be. I mean, I'm kind of a weird, depressive nerd as it is. I I would be way worse. I think. You?
1: Come on. No. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That's
0: Come so on. But anyway, so uh, that's the first thing. And and that's interesting. Ruthlessly pursuing your own understanding of yourself and why yeah. why you are away will help you be more sympathetic to or at least usefully aware of the motivations of other people. Like it's helpful to for realize sure. everyone is dealing on, you know, a variety of layers. Like you don't have to share with people what your motivations are for wanting a particular thing. You just it's helpful to know. And then you can project project something else if you want, but do it, you know, yeah. know what you're doing. So that's right. number one okay. for me. Okay, well, um, my number
1: one is don't be an asshole. Um, And that's that's really like, man, I thought about how to word this. Like, your (laughs) reputation matters, right? Which it does. Your reputation matters. Or be super kind to people. But actually, I think the bar is don't be an asshole. And it's super depressing that the bar is that low. But like, Mm -hmm. if you're just, just and only, not an asshole, and this is at work, this is in life, this is in your marriage, you're already in the top 10%. Level up, yeah. It is so shocking how, I think, to your point about motivation, so many people are driven by, I must do X, Y, Z, and I don't care who I burn to get there. And -hmm. then they end up as... CEO or whatever it is that they achieve with nobody around them, whoever wants to be around them again. Maybe they have all the money in the world because they accomplished the thing. That's but what's valued... sad is
0: like there's a dozen people any either of us could think of that are exactly in this position right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and so for me, that's that. That first one is it's always a long game. I would always rather sacrifice a deal, uh, an intro, uh, uh, you know a pay raise, a whole bunch of money at the end, I would always sacrifice that for the personal relationship. Because I think, first of all, I think even if you just think about it Machiavellian, that mm-hmm. will have the best outcomes. Uh, yeah, but yeah. also, um, you know, the, the, the people relationships are the thing that matter. Much, much more than anything else. That is my strong, firm belief. I wanna get to the end of life proud of who I was, with people around me that don't think you know, that that feel like I did right by them, Mm -hmm. much more than I care to get to the end of life, filthy fucking rich. Now don't get me wrong, both would be nice. nice, (laughs) Why not both? Uh you know, it's it's a very simple calculation for me, and I just watch people burn bridges around themselves. Over and over and over and over again because they're short-sighted because their outcome becomes more valuable than the people. So yeah, that's my first. Yeah,
0: But that's a good one. Uh, and I believe that's a, a Will Wheaton special. Also, don't be a dick or don't be an asshole. I can't remember which one it is. I mean, neither. Neither's good. I mean, um, we can pick
1: any any swimsuit part and say, you know, don't don't be a dick. <laughs> like that swimsuit part. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what that's words i learned from my uh kids uh, you know cover your swimsuit parts is the that's is what they're saying in schools these days it's funny yeah um i like it okay well what's your number two
0: <laughs> so number two is um figure out what your level of comfort with uncertainty or need for context is and if you can choose your jobs with that in mind so it's a little more focused. uh as Your we know, comfort I am
1: level. So, so wait, wait, let me say back to you. It's, yeah. it's how comfortable am I in, in volatility?
0: Yeah. Or just like having to make decisions without knowing what everything about what's going on, without having all the data. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And to me, I mean, yeah. And you have to get good at that in order to ascend in many, uh, in many careers in career paths. Um, so you know you need to practice that if you want to move up the chain. Uh, but if you do that, be like you know, do it intentionally. Make a decision you're going to try this out, and be aware that that's what's going on. But um, hmm. essentially, for me, it was incredibly difficult to direct people's work if I didn't have, especially when things are difficult, if I didn't have a full understanding of what was going on above me in in corporate management, in the company yeah. in general uh having to tell people what to do when you don't really know um exactly why? why uh when stuff has gone bad or when you're not able to share with them and you don't know uh that's just super hard for me uh i like to be able to be completely honest and open with the people that i work with uh, i mean i can definitely make good decisions about what uh what to share and what not to share in the interest of everyone's peace of mind because sharing just a little bit of something is sometimes worse than sharing all of it (laughs) at a later time. But, uh, and of course, you know, in terms of uh, openness and transparency, uh, sharing security vulnerabilities have it's its its own game. It has its own rules. And as someone who wrote release notes for the full set of Splunk's products back in the day, uh, I'm familiar with that. (laughs) It's not quite the same thing. You're making a decision based on what, what the overall outcome is gonna be, not you know, you're not making a decision about how how to tell your employees something. But it's I've not, always found that to be difficult to do. Um and so Where some
1: people seem to not have a problem with it as part of your argument.
0: Right. If you're I mean so choose your if you're according. comfortable with that, then great. You are probably better yeah. cut out for management for better or worse. Or like, middle
1: management, to me like to be it's, clear. It's, like you might yeah, been, yeah. you're fine in senior management because you understand all the context. It's not having the context for the decisions that's frustrating for you or no.
0: Yeah, possibly. But I think I would worry, I would continue to worry about the people who are at the, at the you know, in the bottom row of, of employment in our, you know, at the company and not know how it's going to impact them or no, and then have to make this decision. Uh, and then, yeah, I would, I would probably not, not be great at that either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a lot of uh, great relationships and trust with uh, customers over the years. I've been able, I've been lucky enough to uh, work places that were not afraid of uh, sharing actual vulnerabilities or actual product issues. Or, hey, we're delaying this feature that you asked for because this other thing is going on. And I gotta, you know, this this is why we made this decision. It's always been. Great when I could provide that context to someone, and I did it as much as I could, and it resulted in a lot of trust built uh, between the customers and the companies that I've worked for. But that I think that I've been unusually lucky to be able to have that level of trust built. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's a uh, that's not <laughs> not something that I was great at. Uh, obviously, some people are great at it, and. Mm. I think it's important to know the difference before you are just like, oh, no, I have to go well, this, up, up up, the management ladder.
1: This reminds me of, um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people get into leadership and find out they're a lot happier not in leadership. Right. Yeah. Because and people because go back that. and forth. I also think, well, yeah, I mean, for, for me, I, I, I had... Got into a leadership role and then moved to a director level leadership role. And the organization was so dysfunctional, I, you know, within six months had removed myself from it and had no desire to ever return in that organization. Mm-hmm. Now, later in other organizations, I find I could really enjoy it. But the dysfunction, that like I actually saw more dysfunction the higher up I went and it scared the shit out of mm-hmm. me. And I was like, I would rather be an individual contributor at the bottom uh, you know, or or lowest level management handling a team than to see just how poorly we're making decisions that are influencing everyone. Because frankly, I don't want to know. Give me the bad yeah. decision. I'll go make it happen. Just don't tell me why, because that's so fucking depressing when I find out why. Uh, so that's- yeah, uh, I think
0: we're kind of in slightly different yeah, approaches similar. to that. But <laughs> yeah. you're like, it's fine. I will gladly get the front line doing whatever, but- uh, yeah. For me, it's I more mean, like, no, no going to be all and I can't tell you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, it's I hard. mean, I'm always optimistic. So it's even, even when, uh, what does that surprise you? Um, we never so... talked about
0: this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have an entire episode on optimism and, uh, I'll do it alone. You don't have to come. Okay, I'm kidding. Right. That's a joke. Um, okay. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, what's your number two? My number two is relates to my number one, and that's um, the you know the reason your reputation matters so much is that who you know is infinitely more important than what you know. Um, you can always solve a problem with a person, and,
0: um, and I kind of hate that. <laughs> I
1: I I understand why you. I mean, hate it's that, totally uh, true.
0: But, yeah, it's totally the,
1: true. The, the who you know and having a reputation, like being the person that other people will pick up the phone for is just so important because wh- mm-hmm. you're going to need to call. At some point, so don't burn those bridges, and uh, and it's hard not to. I mean, I, I just yesterday I was on the phone with somebody who booked a time on my calendar, and I was like, I do not want to talk to you. I'm tired. It is the end of my day. It's been a long day. It's been a miserable day. You're gonna ask me for help. It was everything I had to stay engaged in the conversation. I was doing everything I could to not burn the bridge because I just did not want to be there. And I'm trying to be kind. And, well, that wasn't uh,
0: about the person though. Right. It was just about the time of day and the circumstance. Like I can think of. Yeah.
1: And a little at bit the least person. two
0: people that we have both interacted with that I would, utter, I would burn bridges with like, no, this is not worth it. And you have continued to There's... have a relationship with those people. And it has served you. So, but I
1: can I can have a loose relationship in certain circumstances where it, I all but burn the bridge. Like I don't trust you, I don't want to be near you. But that doesn't mean you can't ever talk to me again. Uh, I will still talk to you, even if it's I hard want
0: to you me. to think that um, I still kind of like you, just in case
1: yeah and and so so to finish my story from yesterday i get on the phone with this guy i do make him two useful introductions um Mm -hmm. you know it like i hang up the phone and then later somebody else asked me something that happened to be relevant that i knew the answer to only because i'd had that conversation i gave that guy the time of day and i was able to make a connection between the two of them and it's building a bridge between the two of them and it's building my bridge between me and this other person whose relationship is a lot easier for me to manage so that was nice uh Anyways, I, there's a lot of things that can be said about that. I think it's a commonly known um, proverb or whatever, like the the who you know is more important. But it's in my mm-hmm. career, the vast majority of what I get paid for is who I know. And yeah. um, that's been really valuable to me. So go for yeah, number three. What's number three?
0: I, I But I kind of want to, you know, I, I agree with you on, on that. I'm not saying that yeah. you shouldn't be that way. I just think it should be clear. Right. Like one of the reasons you're doing that is because it comes back to you in spades not because it's a morally right choice necessarily but it's it's the right choice tr- strategically
1: even if it's purely utilitarian, it has yeah, value. Uh, it has value. Yeah. I don't yeah. want it to be purely utilitarian, and in fact, I don't think you can maintain all the bridges if you're purely utilitarian. Then you should burn some of them because some mm-hmm. of them cost you a lot more than they earn you. Yes. Um, but you know, yeah, for, yeah. For, for for other reasons, I try to maintain the bridges because it's it's not always a purely utilitarian thing. Also, like it, you know, you have to actually genuinely be interested in people in order to build reasonable <sighs> connections that last. You can't just pretend <laughs> to be genuinely interested in people. Anyway, yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Like that should be obvious, but it's really not for people. Anyways, keep going. Hey, there's one. What's your you number sh-
0: three? Sh- you can't pretend, so um, just don't yep, try. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this last one is more of a like make. It's not so much a value or recommendation, but it is more like a make sure you understand this aspect of the work world and make choices about it with open eyes like it's more of that kind of thing and it's sort of related to uh what your number two is um i have a lot of difficulty with the sort of shiny happy i love to work here this is the best place to work you know like patriotism towards your employer sort of thing and it gets pushed in a lot of workplaces some more successfully than others um like it's one thing to say that you don't hate working somewhere you know you're working there. It's a, another thing entirely to say like I love it. It's the best thing. I you know this this is the best job ever. This is the best. I don't know. Like what company you ever. actually mean is absent CEO a world ever. where I could choose not to yoke myself to a corporate entity and still have you know the ability to feed and house myself and get healthcare. This is a relatively unobjectional, unobjectionable job or company or whatever, and I. I think it's a good idea to let yourself elide this right because you know you have to do the thing this is the world we live in um and we're not changing it anytime soon much as i am always you know uh excited about the idea of universal he- health care and universal income and things but I yeah, was just I... going to
1: say this, this, this gives me a whole different perspective on your love of universal basic income. Like if all work fucking sucks and is fucking miserable and fuck those guys. And why do I have to yoke myself to this? Yeah. That puts in perspective, your view on this a little bit different than I understood before, but well, I,
0: I, I think that I have had the privilege at work at a lot of jobs that didn't suck. That's, that's as far as I'm going to go. Like, I, I have been far more lucky than many. I have only hated a couple of jobs that I've had, uh, none of them recent. And it's, I, that's not how I see the rest of the world experiencing it. I think that they're being forced, like I I get, it's a good idea to be like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'm, you know, I'm okay being here. Cause otherwise you're just going to be like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm not going, I'm not going to work. And then you can't. You know, there's not a safety net for you if that happens. But I, I, I'm not done.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm I am really having a hard time not asking questions. But keep going, keep going. Uh, I got. I so got I
0: I get why it's a you know it's a good idea to to be like that about it. But I it just it feels a lot like lying. Like if a company requires you to express this half truth, it feels a lot like a lie to me. Without this, uh, like. Without expressing this context of well, because I have to work, because otherwise I would starve on the streets and I would die of some horrible disease because I don't have healthcare. <laughs> um, there's this undertone; it just makes me feel gross. There's this undertone of like thought control so, to it. Uh,
1: so that's really interesting, and I want to I want to push back on this a little bit because. Um... Because of the position of authority that I have, people need to really enjoy working because I'm not gonna make money off of them otherwise. That's that's a joke. That's supposed to sound terrible but and depressing. It, it's um, not no, that's that's a that little, little bit not. what I think <laughs> Well, that's okay. what you think. So that's so kind wait, of what I'm wait, No, I know, that's exactly what you think. That's why I'm feeding that in. But I'm <laughs> I think I think the thing that you're discounting is that people do Derive meaning and value and community from their work, um, mm-hmm. like yeah. like to do something and do it well does feel, feel good. good and it yeah. gives us purpose, yes. right? Absolutely. Um, w- could we get that purpose outside of? I mean, I think a lot of the reason people go into work for themselves is they're sick of finding that purpose. It, 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 it,
0: and then having uh, it reorganized for every, away from them. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say finding that purpose in a way that makes them a dollar and their boss a hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, you know, like that's that's that's. So I get that. There's all the complexity of that. Like that's why mm-hmm. this is complex. I do think. It, I do think there is a class of people. Maybe they're all overt, outrageous, extroverted optimists who are like, "Fuck yeah, this is actually fun."
0: Yeah, so maybe they're all like I've that. had those and, moments where it's like, right. yeah, I'm having a great time. This happened because I worked on it and this is awesome and it impacted a lot of people. But those are just moments.
1: But I think that's... So this is like a big part of the why I work is like... The, or what I what what I think about in terms of um, why I get out of bed in the morning for work, mm-hmm. right? Is not that I love... Kubernetes, cloud native technologies, observability. <laughs> That's not the shit that gets me excited, right? Like I I I I find the problems interesting, I find the technical problems interesting. Mm-hmm. None of it keeps me up at night. What gets me excited is, yeah, person X needs to log in tomorrow because they need to earn a paycheck, and we're the place that they earn a paycheck. So what can I do that gives them freedom, autonomy, a sense of purpose? You know, the the like how can I make their lives actually enjoyable how can i enable them to have fun and what they're doing to do the shit that they're good at and enjoy it and to minimize the shit that's just work because it has to get done right and some of that is i can go do the just work so that they can do the stuff that they're best at and thrive on um Mm -hmm. but like i think there is a way to create an environment where people are having a blast some of the time it's not going to be all the time oh yeah some of the time maybe
0: but and that's interesting like i said this is this says a lot about me and my like why this was kind of going to a dark place like i the recommendation that comes out of all of this is don't give yourself shit about playing this game you have to play this game in order to remain employed uh at some of the companies that you're going to be interested in but just know you're playing it it's a game and act accordingly
1: well, also try I, uh, to find the ones that you don't feel like you're being taken advantage of every minute of every day. Because oh, there yeah. are companies that aren't just fucking you over. There are companies that are hiring you because they value you and they're going to give you the opportunity to do good work and you're going to enjoy it. There are places I think for that.
0: there are people working at places who have those feelings. I do. I don't think corporate entities have those feelings. I think all companies trend towards... Crushing the souls of the people who work for them in order to well, extract particularly profits.
1: once it becomes yeah, particularly once it becomes a, a you can have that at the at the manager level, the director level, maybe even the senior exec level. But yeah, once a company is a for-profit, publicly traded company, the only job, and before that, in and even before that, and yeah, other things that is yeah, that is how it
0: works. Like that's just the way it is. It sucks, and so it is okay, but also to to put up the front because that 100%. is how it works. But I 100%. yeah, so I I mean oh go but, ahead.
1: Well, I, I would just also say some organizations have figured out that particularly amongst this generation of people, creating an environment that isn't purely utilitarian purely for the sake of another dollar sign is going to attract different kind of people mm-hmm. is going to retain different kind of people is going to create a different kind of working environment that attracts is going to allow, a, you, and, and, and allow you to allow you
0: to exploit a certain type of person yes that too wow wow okay yeah, yeah. no i, no, I definitely That's, this is uh... i think it's all calculated so... at the corporate level <laughs>
1: So wait till we get to my third one. Because, oh yeah, I'm
0: excited about this.
1: Oh god, it's the other side of the same damn coin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Kendall. My
1: <laughs> my third thing is show up and work hard. Be the driven machine. Uh, now I don't mean I don't mean work crazy hours. I don't mean be allow yourself to be exploited. To be clear, I I want to say that. Mm-hmm. However, uh, what I do mean is everybody around you is working too. Work hard. Be the person that works hard. Be the person that people can b- depend on. Be the person that's you know shows up and gets shit done. And uh, and again, like within reasonable hours. Like, I I used to say this all the time to people I was hiring. Is like, hey, look, we work a very sane work week. I'm not going to ask you to work more than forty hours. However, I am going to ask you to work hard during those forty hours. Like show up, kick ass,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, it'll be a lot more fun for everyone. But um. Mm-hmm. Wow, Rachel, I was feeling really good about that advice until right, <laughs> right before you shared yours. This is it, a depressing episode. You warned me, but I'm still impressed. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait just, we just, we we bring the mood down. Yeah, see, and, I don't need to be a corporation uh, okay.
0: to crush your soul. It's, you know.
1: <laughs> Rachel can crush your soul from the seat of a podcast in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Yeah, it's true, it's true. No, I, I, uh, I'm sorry, Kendall. It's so amazing to me, and I'm happy that you can be this positive. Like I, I just cannot. And it got worse as I got older. (laughs) So you know, look forward to that, man. Uh,
1: Well, uh, it is my, it is very much a goal of mine to get jollier and happier as I get older, and (laughs) and I do everything I can to keep my worldview moving in that direction. So please, when we're old can we play a game of cards and just give each other shit the whole Absolutely. time? And you can just you suck the on. life off of me and I, so will, on. I will never stop.
0: It'll just be like that scene it. in just Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I'll just, <laughs> uh, so, so we had a question Amazing. at the end. Are you, are you done yeah. with number three or do you have more to say?
1: I'm all done, but uh, yeah, we do have to wrap up for time's sake. So go to your, so the your question, question that you questions.
0: asked was how do they affect how you think about work? Um, yep. And I, my answer was, You
1: retired.
0: I, was all, I wrote this down. I was ultimately not able to reconcile the work I had been doing with my values. So I left and not that, you know, any of the companies, I mean, okay. Maybe there's defense department stuff. There's like whatever, you know, with soul software to people that murdered people. I'm sure it happened every, every company that does the kind of work that the industry that I was in produces um, has, has dirty fingers in some way, but, uh, it, it wasn't that it was just over time. I was spending my time and energy on something that didn't really matter to my community, to the people that I cared about. I originally went to Splunk. One of the biggest reasons and I stated this many times over the years was I went to work there because I could see how the product that the, we were making made their lives easier. And that was, you know, true uh, but I learned a lot in the intervening time about sort of a large, the larger picture. The more context you have, the suckier things look. Uh, unfortunately, for in my perspective, so that's why, that's why I uh, I, could- I had to leave because I couldn't care enough to play that stupid game and say, oh, this is the best so- place ever.
1: So that's uh, – this has been super enlightening. (laughs) It's been entertaining for me. I don't know if it's been entertaining for you. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah, Um, I would say the thing that that, – so my three, the way that they affect my work life is – Uh, Man, there's so many little things that I do because I know people are just showing up and working and they're not all having a blast. I give a ridiculous name to every restaurant I go to. I put a ridiculous name on my name tag at every conference I go to. People come up and they're like, is your name really Bubbly McClouds? No, my name's not fucking Bubbly McClouds, but it made you (laughs) smile for a second. And you are here working your ass off. And if I just get a smile out of you for a second, I'm cheering you up. I'm I'm a light moment in your day. Aww. You're gonna remember me, which is gonna help my network, and you're going to remember me positively, right? So like, there's so much that I do that's just like, let's stand out a little bit, be a little bit bubbly, make people happy. You're the patron um, saint of whimsy, you, and uh, well, and then I have to, on the other side of that coin, also work hard because if I'm just bubbles, make jokes, uh, I don't.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a limited and, runway of value. Uh,
1: It's a Mm -hmm. limited runway of value. That's right. So, um, well, we got to wrap up for time's sake. Any recommendation you want to leave everybody with?
0: Goodness gracious. Uh, I heard recently, again, (laughs) I think this happened last time. I I have not read this book yet because it's not out until next year or the year after. But the team that wrote The Expanse is writing a new trilogy. So enjoy. Yeah, James S.A. Corey, Um, which is two dudes.
1: Yeah, that's good. I'm trying to think if I have a good recommendation. My good recommendation is... Um, oh, here's my recommendation. My my dad is doing a bunch of writing right now, and I'm trying to push him to write about his values, what he thinks about, what he cares so about, what he's theme. learned throughout his I life. A okay. bit, little bit like this discussion today. Um, because whether I agree with any of it or not, I think it's a really interesting thing that I want to hang on to, and I also want to share with my kids. Like, here's how some of your... Uh, ancestors? Ancestors. Thought about Thought this. about, uh, yeah, and like, agree with it or not, it, it might help you understand why you think the way you think. But That's cool. Um, That's we got to cool. wrap up because I have to jump to another you meeting. You have a meeting. Thank you, Rachel.
0: Mwah.
1: Have very best day. And um, don't let your husband exploit you or that house or <laughs> the middle class America smother you. There's good out there.
0: I'm Here's doing my best. You. I'm
1: doing my best. We're all just doing the best we can.